Good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan live session brought to you by the Live Trade Room. Um, now, today, of course, is Monday, the 16th of May. And what we're looking to do during the next sort of 15 minutes or so would be to prepare ourselves for today's trading opportunities. So we look at market fundamentals, we look at sentiment and the technical charts as well. And we, we predetermine uh, where, we, where we're likely to see the biggest moves uh, and look to, to trade those um, those opportunities accordingly. Uh, okay, so let's get straight into it then. Good morning to those of you joining us live. I uh, hope you're all keeping well and you had a good weekend. Uh, if you're joining us via one of our podcasts, good to have you on board. Um, so look, please uh, do take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on screen. It's more important now than it has been over the years, really, with um, with tight controls over your exposure to these markets. Um, we're getting such wide uh, volatility, quite extreme levels of volatility. So, um, you know, it, it, it is, uh, you know, it's certainly a difficult market condition to trade currently. Okay, so... All profitable traders, when they get to their trading desks, they need to make some decisions regarding which markets to trade. Where do you enter those markets? Where do you exit? How do you manage risk prior to entry? Um, these should be run largely predetermined in terms of your exposure. You know, how do you then want to manage those trades? At what point do you want to mitigate risk? At what point do you want to book in profit? Uh, and things of that nature. And trading psychology, all important considerations. These are the things that we talk about every single day in our live trade rooms, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in your approach. If you're chopping and changing the type of trader you are and, your, and how you look at the opportunities, um, it's likely to be really quite difficult. Um, and also uh, patience as well when trading. So um, sometimes that's really quite important. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start with a review of potential market moving news. So really we want to see, is there any major news events that were likely to impact on decision-making over the course of the, of the, the trading day? Um, it's important to just take note of what's going on across China. You'll probably be sort of wildly aware of, um, you know, the Chinese economy is certainly taking a little bit of a dip and, and that has a bit of a, uh, a problem for the rest of the world because of its manufacturing base. Um, so obviously it's dealing as well with, with COVID to, to a certain degree in terms of um, uh, lockdown measures and that has a, a, an additional impact on it on China's output. Um, so, but what we've seen on a more domestic basis is retail sales number, the figures come in um, much, much lower than expected basically. So we're, we're entering, um, you know, certainly negative territory. We're expecting a negative minus 6.2 and we saw um, minus 11.1, so much, much worse than anticipated um, on the Chinese retail sales numbers. So just likely to impact the economy going forward. Okay, over the course of the trading day today, we've got economic forecasts for the EU. Um, it's it's kind of a, a medium news event. So perhaps a lot of the, the forecasts for the EU are pretty much priced in. And that would certainly be the, the suggestion. In addition, we've got uh, Empire State Manufacturing Index. We'll see. Again, if you look at the charts, it's a little bit of an erratic figure, of course, but um, we, we can certainly expect um, kind of a mediocre 
if you if you look at this sort of level across the uh, the last number of years, you know that anywhere around that fifteen point three would would be perfectly in line with expectations. So again, you're kind of looking for the deviation in these news events to try and take advantage if if if, if markets react. And then for the pound, we have the monetary policy report hearings. So we'll get a lot more information on the uh, the MPC um, discussions uh, and decision making. So um, the UK economy is is really having a bit of a tough time at the minute. Further downside expected. Um, and don't forget the differential between the US economy and and the and the British pound. Um, that was you know that's been a theme really for the last few weeks for that pound weakness. Uh, okay, so um, just looking through the rest of the week, we do have some important news tomorrow just regarding the um, the U.S. consumer, basically. We'll get some retail sales number numbers. N not looking, these are monthly as well and must be taken into account, but um, not all inspiring numbers there. We'll be hearing from Jerome Powell tomorrow as well. And then we've got some a lot of inflation indicators um, across the Aussie, the Australian economy, the, the, the UK, and also Canada as well, all dealing with their CPI numbers. Uh, following last week's slightly lower than the headline uh, rate in terms of uh, a very, very mild dip, the problem was it, it wasn't in line with expectations. We we're expecting more of a bit of a, a dip in CPI numbers, and, and it sort of maintained its really high and concerning levels um, and it's a bit of a quiet end to the week really we'll we'll have um, employment numbers coming out for the Australian economy and we do have elections in Australia as well uh, over the weekend so um, so we'll take one day at a time of course uh, let's get into these charts then um, we'll bring these charts across Right, so let's start with the S&P and we can see where we're at. So let's go back into this. So we had a bit of a, on Friday, sorry, let's go back to Thursday. Um, on Thursday, we had a strong move to the downside, uh, followed by quite um, a strong reversal. And then Friday, we started to see prices break above the 39.66 and a really decent move to the upside. Now, we're anticipating levels just above these current levels. Many of you that were perhaps trading with us towards the end of last week, um, there's, there's sort of clearly defined uh, resistance up at these sort of mild highs. And um, you can see that the S&P has kind of turned around very much in line with, with those resistance levels. If I can just get them up. So our analysis is quite... It's quite straightforward. Um, as, as many of you know, we're, we're, we're quite bearish, uh, these markets. So this, is a, this has an argument to be a strong level of resistance. The overall momentum for this market is very much to the downside. So again, we want to go with momentum. <clears throat> we don't want to be looking for you know, these short-lived, short short-term, even on Friday. If you do, you want to be quite nimble. Um, but the overall direction in these markets is very much lower. And we're also below the monthly low as well. So really, further, further momentum to the downside. 
um, would certainly be in order. Let me show you just this quickly on 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 the the bigger time frames. Uh, on the weekly chart, um, really really bearish. It's quite a straightforward um, bearish move there, uh, and on the monthly as well. So and and the thing is about this market is there's a lot of talk about you know uh, buying the dip and things like that. You, you, you want to be careful now at this stage with that type of mentality. I'm not saying that, you know, you won't get a buy the dip type trade, but, um, you know, the, the, the momentum is, is clearly shifting to the downside. And this market, if we, if we extrapolate and have a look over a bit further time, you know, we'd be looking at previous highs for this market to push down to. And that could be as, as high as sort of the, the, the 3,600. So as you can see, plenty further downside. Um, in markets like the S&P, we're, we're, we're not necessarily finished, and that's purely from a technical perspective. Um, so if we take these highs, so really our, um, our trade plan could be relatively straightforward. Um, we've had a bit of selling kick in overnight. If we get some continuation through the European session and again in the US trading session today, uh, we'd be looking for further downside momentum. Um, and, and this is all we can apply this uh, kind of across the board, really. And there would be your slightly longer term resistance. And um, this market is performing quite nicely, really, as a result so far. So further downside momentum, um, same situation for the, the, the NASDAQ. And we can go in and have a look at these in a bit more detail. Um, but again, we identified these levels of short-term resistance and there was further levels up here, very much in line with the monthly the monthly low and we're below that level. So again, the analysis is quite straightforward. We, we had some indecision on Thursday, had a nice pullback into resistance and now we're capitalizing on the next leg to the downside. As always, this is your breakout trade and this is your pullback trade. So we even determine, I suppose, the nature of the trading opportunity um, and we can we can trade it accordingly. So all of that is fitting into place. Right, the FTSE saw a, a significant bit of rallying uh, on Friday. Um, the overall market condition is really quite choppy and, and, um, and not, not nice to trade. So we've, we've had a very centric, a dollar centric view of these markets, certainly over the last couple of years. Uh, and that's maintained. Again, further bearish um, price action in the Nikkei. The problem is we're above the monthly low and there is um, greater chances of success, success to the downside across the US trading session. Bitcoin, you now many of you enjoy trading Bitcoin. Last week, we, we saw um, a 26,600 bottom in Bitcoin. Uh, a little sort of relatively strong pullback and now it looks like we're, we're kind of extending and rolling over to the downside again um plenty plenty scope to the downside for for bitcoin if, I, if we zoom out um sorry so we've broken this very very important low the, the it was actually twenty eight thousand nine hundred, i think it was in fact let me just confirm that almost exactly yeah 28,900, if we get below that level, we can only really see prices back to, I suppose initially the $20,000 level, 
and then maybe down as low as sort of 14,000. So the party for Bitcoin traders um, is very firmly over for now. Um, really not saying that these markets couldn't get back up to these highs. They, they very well may do. Um, but for the short term, there's an awful lot of pain uh, for those trading Bitcoin. Um, we've always sort of stayed away from Bitcoin in terms of uh, looking for trading opportunities. It's a little bit more of a kind of a longer term investment. Um, have a portion of your capital. If you want to, if you feel strongly enough about Bitcoin, you can invest in it. Uh, it's a small percentage of your overall uh, available capital, uh, and it's more of a punt type sort of uh, opportunity to, to, to take advantage of if you do feel strongly enough about Bitcoin. They've all got their structural problems and concerns, but um, for us, the, the volatility on from a trading perspective is far too extreme um, for no major reason uh, apart from the, the next person willing to pay higher prices. Um, so... So we've got a we've got a decent market condition so far in terms of we're, we're looking for risk off market conditions. It's, it's quite straightforward. We can get into those levels. Um, uh, oil, we've had a bit of a rollover. We've had another another move up to that one ten. Um, that's an important sort of level, and we've had a little bit of a bounce off that. So a level to keep an eye out for is this market breaking above the 110.23. If that happens, we're probably then up to the 115. But look, as as we can see this market, as things currently stand, uh, over the last, uh, we can go back to the end of March, maybe, um, April, and we're now mid-May. You know, this market's pretty range bound between 110 and 93. Now, it's quite a sizable range, but it's still quite range bound. So that's why above, you know, if we do get prices breaking above that 110, uh, we'd be looking for, you know, further upside, maybe to 115, 116, something of that nature. So um, nothing really to work with just today. Uh, further downside for, for gold, um, would be interesting to see when this market does finally identify some some support levels. Maybe a little bit further downside, perhaps. Maybe inside. Um, maybe we get prices just down to this to this zone in here, which would very much be kind of the the eighteen hundred level. So maybe a little bit further downside, but then we'll be looking to see if we do get eventually a little bit of support. Um, with what's going on globally, you'd probably expect a bit of upside price action across the gold markets, but it's been it's been hammered with the strength in the dollar, you see. Okay, so um, again, we've got this pretty nice pullback phase um, in these markets. We'd be looking for these markets to come back uh, into, into this sort of, level of resistance so there's your breakout trade there's your pullback trade so you'd be looking for prices to the downside um probably more so in the pound uh there is relatively mild 
it's the same analysis, same situation. So we're getting these rollover trades. There's potential for some support, perhaps for the euro against the pound, which is a slightly peculiar thing to say. Further downside momentum for the dollar. You can see that across the board. The dollar CAD, dollar Swiss, dollar yen. Okay, so, so this is our trade plan. First and foremost, we're going to be looking for the US indices. Um, we might look at the S&P. S&P to the downside. Um, might have to take. Thirty-nine eighty-six to the downside. Um, you could have a look at the Dow Jones, RD, the Nasdaq. We'll we'll just stick with the the tech stocks. Um, twelve twelve thousand two hundred and thirty-eight for the Nasdaq. Um, you could equally look to trade the the Dow Jones. Um, oil. We're going to just. Just pause, really. Um, gold, do like it further to the downside, but perhaps down to the 1790. Um, we'll just see when it finds a little bit of support and maybe look to trade that. You see, the, the, yen, the yen is probably one of the stronger currencies out there. So... Um, Okay, for a bit of diversification, we're going to have a look at um, the the euro yen to the downside below the one thirty three seventy six, uh, and we're going to contrast that with the dollar with the pound dollar to the downside. So one twenty two seventeen, so pound. Dollar to the downside, uh, one 22.17. Um, and we can have a look, see if there's slightly better opportunities elsewhere. Yeah, the dollar CAD has, you can see the bounce that we've seen today. It's literally off last month's high. So that's an important level. And we, we saw that bounce last night. Uh, during the Asian session, so you know we were just trading around this little low. We spiked to the downside, it reversed, and then we just saw this little rally trade to the upside. No reason why we wouldn't get further momentum higher, really. There's a light, nice bit of sideways moving price action there. So let's have a look at the, the dollar CAD. Um, see, see if we can stick with this dollar strength trade. Okay. Um, pound weakness seems to be the order of the day. It looks like we're getting a, a move close to that. We'd probably need this market to just push, you know, 50, 60 pips higher and then roll. So we can exercise a little bit of caution perhaps with the with the 
the euro dollar. Okay, so um, so today's trade plan. So last week was quite indecisive. We were seeing these market reversals kind of a little bit. You know, we were either looking for the risk on conditions um, or, or the risk off. And it just so happens we, we started to see the risk on start to filter through. So there was opportunities in the indices higher and a little bit of dollar weakness. Um, now that is all, you know, we've got a little bit more um, more definitive market conditions now. So the S&P 500 uh, looking to sell below um, the 39.86, 39.86, so we're below that $4,000 level. So our market conditions today now are very much geared around risk off. So this is when uh, traders and investors are very nervous about these market conditions. They're taking capital out of Um, they're taking capital out of um, risk they're, they're, and they're looking to put it perhaps in, in marginally safer areas. Uh, for example, the, the yen today is one of the main beneficiaries. So we put the NASDAQ uh, looking to sell below. Could easily put the Dow Jones in here as well. Uh, 12,000, whoops, 12,200 and... Uh, 38. Um, then we are going to look at the pound dollar. I'm looking to sell below today's current daily low over the Asian session. We want to see if we get some continuation during the European session. Um, 122.2217. Um, next, we've actually got the dollar CAD looking to buy above. In fact, this is today's daily high as well. So we've had a little few little moves now over the course of the Asian session and still in keeping with this risk off market condition. We can have a look at the euro yen. So we've got a bit of diversification in there. We're not sort of you know, pound centric or anything. We, we, we are looking a little bit at the dollar, but also at one of the yen pairs. Um, so this is sell below the 133.76. Hey, that's our trade plan. It's in terms of market summary, it's quite straightforward. Now today we've got today, uh, we've had pullback into resistance and support levels, and we're seeing some continuation trades now, very much in line with the overall market condition, which is really quite broadly negative. So we're looking to trade with that. That's our trade plan. I just posted it to you in the chat box now, so you can take this away. It's identifying the levels, the markets we're looking to trade, the, the, the direction which we're looking to trade them, i.e. to the upside or to the downside, we're looking to sell or buy. Uh, and the price at which we look to get into those trades. So hopefully you, you'll find that beneficial and um, and that's what we're looking to get into. So we're going to switch across now to the live trade room uh, just, to, just to confirm really for those of you um, in terms of our, our trade plan for the day. 
We're looking at the S&P looking to sell below the 39.86. We're looking to sell the NASDAQ below the 12, 12,238. We're looking to sell the British pound dollar against, uh, sorry, the pound against the, the dollar. So we're looking to sell the pound dollar below the 122.17. We're looking to buy the dollar CAD above the 129.81. And we're also looking to sell the euro yen uh, below the 133.76. So that's our trade plan for the day, guys. Any questions, feel free to post them. If not, we'll switch over straight away to the live trade room. There's probably a, an opportunity in the pound dollar uh, as we speak. So we look to potentially get into that. So from everyone here at the live trade room, thanks for joining us as always. Uh, we do trade these markets live from 8 a.m. every morning um, for the European session and again at 12.30 for the U.S. trading session. So if you want to join us, you're very well, welcome to do so. For more information, just go to thelivetrading.com uh, and we can, um, we'll see you then. Okay, thanks for joining us. We'll take care. See you again tomorrow. Bye for now.